بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد ونبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه أن رجلا قال للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أوصني قال لا تغضب فردد مرارا قال لا تغضب رواه البخاري Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala narrates that a person came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he asked a question or he asked for advice, Osini. Osini means give me some advice, something that is pertinent, something that is helpful for me. In this particular incident, the question which Muhaddithin raised is that Abu Huraira said, Anna Rajulan, a person, he did not name the person, or which Sahabi it was. As to regards to which Sahabi it was, based on other riwayat, we find differing opinions. Amongst them, that it was Jariya bin anhu. based on yet other riwayat, some ulama say it was Abu Darda, some say it was Abdullah bin Umar, some say it was Sufyan Thaqafi radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Never mind, regardless of who it may have been, the preferred opinion seems to be Jariya bin Qudama. He came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O Sini, that Ya Rasulullah, give me some advice. Now normally, in these type of situations, Allah Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if you look at other riwayat or similar situations, Bismillah al-Islam would say, Alayka bi Allah. Adopt the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Adopt taqwa. Or some other injunction of shariat, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would exhort the person at all times to hold on, hold on to. Like once a person came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he said, give me some advice. La asalu anhu ahadan ba'dak. That after this I won't need to ask anybody else. In other words, I won't need to ask anything more than this. Allah's Rasul said, Qul amantu billah, thumma staqim. Say, I amantu billah, I believe in Allah, thumma staqim, then hold on to this. With istiqamat. In other words, be persevere upon the dictates of Iman at all times. So when this type of advice was sought, the point we are making, my respected brothers, is that Normally, very, very comprehensive advice would be given. And Allah's Rasul would exhort the person towards the usul and the principles of, of Shariat and Deen. For example, Alayka bi Taqwallah. Taqwa is one of the foundations, very basis, the edifice of Deen is based on this. So, this type of situation and this type of question demands that type of response. The reason I'm mentioning this is that in this particular instance, the answer that Rasulullah gave or the advice that he gave initially did not make sense to the Sahabi. He felt that it was, it did not befit the occasion or he felt that it was too insignificant. What was the advice that Rasulullah gave the Sahabi? He said, La taghdab, do not become angry. Do not become angry. Now, if we have to weigh this based on the other incidents, alayka bi taqwa Allah. Hold on to taqwa. 
or hold on to istiqamat. In other words, basic principles of deen. Things on which the foundation of deen is based on. And here Nabi Salaam is telling this person, don't become angry. So, this did not make sense to the Sahabi. So again he asked the question, O Sini Ya Rasulullah. Nabi Salaam give me, in other words, give me more advice. Again the answer Rasulullah gave him, La Taghdab, do not become angry. So he repeated the question a third time. In fact, Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala says, فَرَدَّدَ miraran Many, many times. Many, many times he kept on repeating this question. The reason, not that he didn't want to practice upon what Rasulullah was saying, is that it, it did not make sense to him. He felt that it was too insignificant, that Nabi Salaam should have said something of greater prominence than do not become angry. Now in instances like this, where this type, where we find that Sahabi comes and asks similar question, similar exhortation, O Sini, give me advice. And yet, we find that in the case of one Sahabi, a different answer. In the case of another Sahabi, a different answer. Ulamai Kiram say that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam at times would give general advice. One person is asking for advice, the advice is for everybody. At times, he would emphasize on a particular thing because of the nature of a particular Sahabi. We find that in this instance, Ulamai Kiram say that this Sahabi was probably prone to anger. And because he was prone to anger, more than taqwa and more than anything else, this advice was pertinent for this particular Sahabi. That this proclivity that you have towards anger is very, very destructive. And it is going to cause you a lot of harm. That is why Rasulullah said, La taqdab, don't become angry. And I mentioned this many, many times before, that when we find such instructions in Quran and Hadith, etc., don't become angry, it doesn't mean literally don't become angry. You cannot tell a human being don't become angry. Human beings are prone to anger, they will become angry. What these ahadith means is don't give in to the dictates of your anger. At the time of anger, control yourself. At the time of anger, control yourself. Because anger is something that is very, very dangerous. It causes a person to become imbalanced. At times in anger, a person will utter vulgarities. At times he will sometimes utter words of kufr. Marriages break. person makes, utters talaq, sometimes several times talaq. person hits out, lashes out if he gives in to the dictates of anger. And we find that this leads to detrimental actions which 99% of the time you regret later. I shouldn't have done it. I should have controlled myself. I shouldn't have said that. And then what you do, do after that, you try to undo what you did. It's already too late. The damage has been done. Rather than trying to undo it, if you control yourself at the outset. This is why ulama say that if you become angry and you are standing, sit down. If you are sitting, lie down. At times they say, make wudu, read ta'awuz. Don't do what your anger is dictating to you. It is very, very rare that when you have this mental imbalance, when your judgment is clouded with anger, that you are going to do something good. Nine times out of ten you are going to do the wrong thing and you are going to regret it. 
This is why we find this hadith not only pertinent to the Sahabi, pertinent to all of us. And in keeping with this chapter where Imam Nawi rahimullah is brought, chapter of soft-naturedness, tolerance, being cautious when we, are, when we do, do things, think about what you do. So this is why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave the Sahabi this advice, La taghdab, don't become angry. On a daily basis, with your wife, with your children, with your servants at home, with your servants or with your staff in your business, with the people that you come into contact with, when you go out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with your satis in the jamaat, etc., you find that there will always be some people that are prone to anger or giving in to the dictates of anger, for them particularly. They have to understand how destructive anger is. In fact, there's a branch of psychology, anger management. These things, they are extracted from the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And you find that really we don't have the, we don't know the Arabic language, so we don't fully appreciate the emphasis that Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wasallam is placing upon this by understanding in the context this question, O Sini. O Sini, as I mentioned, means, Ya Rasulullah, tell me what the foundation of deen is, my whole life. Give me some advice that I can hold on to for my whole life that is going to solve all my problems. And in that context, in that context, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is telling the Sahabi, La Taqda, don't become angry. In other words, as I said, don't become angry. Control yourself at the time of anger. In the Quran, when Allah Ta'ala speaks about Jannat, and Allah Ta'ala says, Uiddat lil muttaqeen, Jannat has been prepared. We made this Jannat for the people of Taqwa. Under that, Allah, Allah, Allah Ta'ala mentions who are the people of Taqwa for whom Jannat has been prepared. Wal kaadhimeen al ghayr. They are those ghussa ko peene wale, those who drink up their anger, swallow their anger. Never ever give in to the dictates of anger. If you want to make the adab, your wife is doing something against shariat, you want to guide her to the right path, ulama say don't do it when you are angry. If your child has done something that upsets you and you want to, and justifiably, you want to make the adab of the child, correct the child, guide the child. Ulama say, if you are angry, don't do it at that time. Control yourself at that time and when you have cooled down and your mental imbalance is no more there. That is the time you, with a balanced approach, approach whatever you are trying to do, then some goodness will come out of it. If you try to do these things at the time of anger, you are going to hit out, you are going to strike out and because of that mental imbalance, no good result is going to come. So, فَرَدَّدَ miraran Abu Huraira رضي الله عنه This man was begging Nabi Rasulullah, give me good advice, give me advice, give me advice. And yet each time, Allah Rasulullah is telling this person, La taghdab, la taghdab, la taghdab, do not become angry. In other words, do not give in to the dictates of anger. Like